On today's very special episode, Mike and Ryan talk beach beers on the beach. Cheers. Hi, and welcome to a special bonus episode of the Brothers in Law podcast. Ryan and I found ourselves on the beach in Lexington, Michigan, enjoying some delightfully refreshing beach beers. And hey, look at that. Ryan happened to have his recording equipment with him. It's like magic. <laughs> it's like magic. I swear. Almost as if it, it was actually planned. So we thought we would take this time to, to talk a little bit about ideal beach beers. Um, and so because of that, um, for the first sip today, uh, Ryan... Yes. 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 The so for the first sip today, the the topic is going to be ideal beach snacks because to me nothing really accents a nice beach beer uh, like some snacks. So what what is your ideal situation? You're you're sitting enjoying your favorite beach beer. You're a little hungry. What are you snacking on? Um, I'm going to keep it real simple. Um, usually, actually, when we do come up to here, um, our father-in-law um, always brings a giant bag of mini bags of chips and. Those are the, the perfect snacks. Light, refreshing. Pre-portioned. Uh, pre-portioned, so we don't eat too many of them unless we eat just all of them at once. Um, but the, the, you know, the Cheetos, Doritos, Fritos, the Lay's, like whatever whatever. Cool Ranch Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, that would be my choice. What about you? Uh, for me, it's got to be Pringles and or the Lay's Stacks. Um, yeah, you and, do and bring anything those a lot in that, every time. Dude, we always, that's like our snack that we bring. I, they're, they, they just travel so easily. They're not pre-portioned, so they're a little dangerous. <laughs> and they are. But, uh, yeah, like, and they're just perfect, you know, like you, I don't know, they're, they're just flavorful enough. They're, they cart to and, excuse me, they, they cart to and from the, uh, to and from the beach easily. Uh, if they get a little wet, like they're, they're protected. It's got like a tin almost, not like an actual like metal, but like a little more protection yeah. than just, just right. a little more. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so that's probably mine. Resealable for taking exactly. down with you yep. in the morning and then back in the afternoon. Exactly. No, I, I agree 100%. I, 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 we were talking about this earlier. I bought combos this year for like an extra snack, but you, you always bring the Pringles or the Lay Stacks, different flavors. It's and our calling cards. It is. It is. <laughs> I give you that. It's one of them. Yeah, one of them. We do a lot. We each have a different set of calling cards, what we what we cook and bring and everything else. Um. So... Let's start. I don't have any listen feedback because one of the also one of my favorite things about being up here is that there's no cell service. So Yay. we're kind of we're kind of <laughs> isolated. So I can't really bring up my phone to do any cell service uh, to pull up any. And listen you know feedback, what? This so. is a bonus episode anyway. Cut exactly. So, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll move on. We'll save it for next time for the actual opener of the season. So let's dive into we're going to do official top 10 in no particular real order, I think. But like each of us doing a top five of favorite beach beers i'm gonna have you go first you're gonna have me go first yes okay so go for it what is uh, what is number five or whatever order you want to do it well i'm gonna start with probably so i'm right at the moment i'm drinking Modelo especial and i've actually never had one before it's it's yummy <laughs> i like it you know it's um, not bad i prefer i prefer the darker version myself but yeah well me, me too me too but i, I i'm just gonna say uh broadly speaking the obvious choice is like pale Mexican international pale lager. So my personal favorite choice is probably Tecate. Tecate's good. Just a combination of it tastes good and it's easy to find. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I, I believe there are there are a couple that uh, that you might be bringing up later that are that are a bit trickier to find. But I I just love me some Tecate. <laughs> um, but but really any of them like uh, the um, like Dosa Keys, um, mm-hmm. Modelo. Um, even like, yeah, soul. Do you remember when's the last time you've had a land shark? Never. No, really? <laughs> no, I did once and I, it, it just, it tasted like a, Corona to me. So I, I had them a long, long time ago. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I will say with the caveat, I do not like Corona. I'm sorry. Everybody. And land shark also <laughs> is, it, it is also like the kind of clear bottle, but well, I, I, mean, I don't really soul, remember but it. Soul is the same thing, but I like soul. Soul has a little more flavor to it. I think. Yeah. Opinion, so yeah, it, it will. And, or maybe it's the way they transport or somebody. Yeah. It doesn't end up having as skunky a flavor. No, great. Um, but yeah, so again, I think that's sort of obvious. I wanted to ask you, uh, I was kind of curious about this. So we're actually going to do an episode sometime in season two, probably about international pale lagers, but 
there's a very related style. Um, you know, like if, if Mexican lagers are sort of, you know, um, Mexican restaurant drinks, there is a close analog. If you go to a hibachi or like a sushi grill, you'll end up getting a kind of Japanese version Sapporo, of the same thing. Yeah. Something like, yeah, Sapporo or Kirinichiban or, or Asahi. Mm-hmm. How do you think that would drink on the beach? I honestly think, well, Kirin, with Kirinichiban, you got to be careful because I actually made the mistake. I got the full malt one. Oh. And so it's a little heavier. It's still good, but definitely not for a beach. Um, but no, I actually would agree. I think a light, a light lager in general is really, really good for beach. Yeah. I actually wondered, I have some Asahi at home and I was debating bringing one, Ooh. but Haley and I, you know, I had my first one obviously with food, with yeah. stir fry and it was incredible, but that beer is so dry. It like, mm, it true. leaves, it, it like leaves your mouth almost feeling like, not just like ready for another sip, but like thirsty. That's and so it, it works really That's well. what you're supposed to well, feel. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I get that, but, but it was almost like too dry for the beach so okay. you know like so i didn't end up bringing it with me i was like this is probably just better better utilized with food rather than just like when i'm sitting down on the sand yeah no, i can buy that i just thought i'd bring that up because yeah i just thought it was interesting and i really thought about bringing one with me <laughs> okay what's your first my first one is actually gonna be in my hand as well it is the darker version of yours it is uh modelo negra um it is almost as light as yours i would say um, but still very drinkable. Uh, um, almost as light in terms of like body, right? Body not, wise. Not color, color wise, no, it's definitely a lot darker. Um, I, I, this is probably, this is probably my number one, this Mexican beer. In, in it general. is a great beach. It beer. is a great beach beer. For, for, for me, I've started to associate it with like, uh, I love having one, like when we come up from the beach and like, if, if, you know, if we're going to hit the hot tub or just kind of chill on the porch yes, that's good in one. the sun. Uh, kind of in the afternoon, that's like my my spot for Medela Negro. Well, it is the afternoon. Just haven't cracked You're right, it is, yet. it is the afternoon. Um, but uh, so, okay, so sort of uh, to, to build on that a little bit, Medela Negro is probably the darkest Mexican lager, but how, what are your feelings on some of the other, I know that you're not huge on Dos Equis Amber, which yeah. I, I'm a big fan of, um, but do you, do you like some of the other, like, kind of darker, more ambery Mexican lager styles? I, I do. So, it's, I'm, I'm very... Like, if you couldn't get Modelo Negro, what would be your substitute? I would probably say, and it's, it's definitely harder to find, like, but the website, actually, you can, they do have a website locator, so you can find a place, not only a restaurant that serves it, but a, a store that sells it. Um, Bohemia. It's it's not quite a light lager like a Corona or Sola. Oh, I thought that it was. No, it's a little it's a little bit darker. It's kind of almost like almost like a Dosecchi's amber, like that okay. same color. Yeah, kind of um, like a light. Maybe amber. a little lighter, but um, it's on that same pale. It's just hard to find. I do have some for this weekend, which I was very happy to find a six pack of it. Um, but it's also a great beer. I didn't bring that one up just because a I don't drink it because it is hard to find, and b um, I, I wanted I just wanted to have choices that are easy to find for people where no matter where you're at. So, well, I I think, you know, maybe we'll kind of continue what we've been doing. And for each one, we can kind of discuss, you know, this similar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. um, Notable uh, choices that you can use instead of the one that we said. Yeah. I like that. That's good. So what you got next? So my next uh, choice, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. um, Is, uh, is one that is is very local. It's Pontoon Pale Ale by Kickstand Brewing. Kickstand is like my local brewery. Oh yeah, that is right down the street from you. Pontoon much. Pontoon Pale Ale is just a nice, you know, it's it's probably kind of sort of that light caramel color like we were just talking about. I to me, a pale ale is a great beach beer. Most IPAs are not. Uh, people might disagree with that. Like I, there there are some IPAs I will say, but hot flavor is really citrusy. But a full-on IPA, a traditional IPA, to me is is you it's, need a it's heavy. You need it's a heavy. Yeah, that's what you need. So, so yeah, like, I, I would a say lighter IBUs, a lighter I, ABV. Yeah, and so um, Pontoon is really nice. It's got like a kind of traditional citrusy kind of grapefruit with light pine mm. notes, kind of hop flavor. Just really refreshing, not too heavy. I think that like Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale, which is like yeah. kind of the oh, say, yeah. the standard kind of classic Pale Ale, is is another great option. Um. But yeah, I think pale ales work really well. And then I agree with you, Session IPAs, something like Founders All Day, Bell's mm-hmm. Lighthearted. Yep. 
trying to think of an example not from Michigan. But I know, right? Michigan well, I mean, makes some good they, ones. I think the, like, there, there are a lot you, of session oh, IPAs. Another you can IPA get that's nowadays. really good would be like a New England IPA, where it is more fruity, mm. more tropical, not See, as happy. Still, it's I juicier. would I would disagree for personal preference. I wouldn't. I don't know that I'd want a New England on the beach. They're a little heavy right, for right. me, but I would say I could maybe do a brute IPA. Though, again, that kind of dry champagne finish, mm. kind of like the Asahi, might almost be a little right. too dry. No, I got you. I got you. But, yeah, I, 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 I would bet that a lot of people could enjoy New England IPA on the beach. No, agreed. For whatever reason, it's just not right. not my preference. To each their own. Like, I, yeah. we're, we we just bash completely IPAs, and I know our father-in-law brought a crap ton of them. So Yeah, well, he, I mean, yeah, to each his own. He drinks too hearted on the beach. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, and then I, he showed, like me, not a light he showed me a couple others book. that he has in there from more local, but, like, that I was like, here, you should try this. And I'm like, I'm trying to go light this year. Yeah. So, Ryan, let me ask you, since, since that at least in, I don't want to squander something later on your list, but what would be your, like, top choice if you wanted to bring a hoppy beach beer? I don't want to. Sp- well, a or hoppy, is it on your list? A hoppy beach beer? A hoppy beach beer. I would honestly. Kind of along the lines of the pale ale, yeah. I would probably say, like, too hard it's too much. I, it's a great beer. It's it is a great beer. No, it's a great beer. I love it. Not a beach beer for um, us. I would probably say, oh, man, this is tough. I, I would probably stick with the New England in general. Um, I don't have one off the top of my head. Um, there's a lot of different places that do make them. So um, yeah. you can find them very, very easily now. Yeah. Or just, uh, uh, that's a, a hazy IPA as well. Yeah. It has a, a more tropical, yeah. not as bitter. The, the flavor profile is pretty on point. Yeah. For, yeah, for me, a lot of times, it's just kind of the creamy sort of texture. Yep. I don't know if I would want that on the beach. Um, okay. So with that, I'm You're actually going to go to my next one. You're going to contradict is, me? I, it is an IPA, but okay. you actually already said it. It's the Lighthearted from uh, yeah. Bell's. Um, for those not in the Michigan area. Um, it's, I mean, a lot of people probably know about well, Bell's. Bell's, yeah. In <laughs> they're, the they're general huge. Midwest area, you should know Bell's. But outside that, if someone is listening to this outside the Midwest area... Um, you can get over in Florida. Oh, really? You can. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, Two Hearted is a traditional IPA made by a Bell's. It's it is happy, but it's it's, it's like honestly a, it's, it's a classic. It's, it's a great IPA to have. It's just a little heavy for the beach. They make a half or a lighthearted version, which is sounds like light, a locale session. Locale session, less IBUs, and I can I can pound it all day. Like it's just like yeah. easy to drink. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah, go. it's it's basically like light lager for the IPA lover. Yeah. It's like yeah, you can graze on them all day without it going to your head, without mm-hmm. it going to your gut. And like I call like I, I do call two hearted like a kind of a gateway IPA for a lot of people. It is yeah, but uh, it like, got my dad into IPAs. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but like for those who don't like, still may not like it. The lighthearted is your next step because yeah. that'll. They'll slowly bring you into it. Yeah. So that would yeah, probably be right. my next one. So I, I kind of lumped sessions in with pale ale, but sessions really are kind of their own thing because they're like a, a pale ale is definitely maltier than like these session IPAs are usually like pretty, pretty light in color as well and mm-hmm. very light in the palate. Yeah. Yeah. Super yummy. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, like I said, to, to me, the, the big ones are always lighthearted and, and all day. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other good examples. I'm I'm assuming somewhere out west coast, there's got to be like a light. Oh, there's like a a million of them. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) there's got to be a a session uh, IPA. I mean, I make a session IPA. That's the uh, all damn day. Not all damn day. uh, Impatient bastard. That's that's that one. It's a session IPA with tangerine peel, so it's a little lighter, easy to drink. It's actually the next one I am going to brew at this point. Nice. Um, So, but yeah, no, it's it's a great beer to make. It's a great beer to drink. I, I love that beer. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, take this in a different direction then. Oh, okay. um, my, or sorry, did you, did you have more you wanted to say? No, that's good. Okay. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on our time, so I think we're still good. I think we can do. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Do, we can do one no, more and then we'll do a quick break and then um, we'll come back and finish them off. Sounds good. Okay. So um, my particular choice is Jolly Pumpkin's Bambier, um, which is a, it's a, it's a light sour Okay. Um, kind of, sour you know, beer, like farmhouse yeah. style sour beer, um, sort of in, in the style of like a lambic. It's it's sort of golden color, four and a half ish percent, um, just super crisp. It's a uh, now theirs is a traditional aged sour, so it has it's not like a um, like a kettle sour or like a goza or a um, 
like a uh, what, what's the other the other big one? Um, Ryan, help me out here. Uh, Berliner Weiss. Um, it's it's not like that. It's going to have a bit more of that kind of funky Brett character underlying it. I was going to say, I can't like, help you with sours. <laughs> I, know, I, I know you're not big on sours, but that's like the beautiful thing about Bambeer is it's not like lemon juice sour like a lot of these. It's yeah. it's tart, lightly tart. Um, there's not even any fruit in it. It's just really, really drinkable and like not something you're going to get sick of. It's, it's again, something you can graze on all day. It's a wonderful beer. Did you bring one? Uh, yeah, I know I, I saw you with the jelly. I brought pumpkin. a few. I'll, I'll pour you out a little bit. Well, that's it. Um, Let's try some. It's yeah. It's as sours go. It's it's kind of one of a kind, and to me, at least for what you can easily get in this area yeah. in America. Yeah. Um, maybe you'd have better luck in Belgium, but um, <laughs> if only but, we were there. But uh, I would sort of expand that since it doesn't sound like you'll have much to say about sours. But like, uh, well, I. I like sours. I, I do like sours, but I'm very particular on the sour. So like with this one, I feel like it would be better for me. The, the usual sours I don't like is the one where I'm literally like I'm sucking on it's a, like a mouth warhead. Or, like, yep. Yeah, I, I, I like warheads. I don't mind warheads, but if I'm going to drink it, it's not going to be that great. Yeah, I don't <laughs> love those either. Th- those are the type of beers I would happily try three ounces of in like a sampler at a brewery, but I don't want a whole glass of. Agreed, yeah. But, but they, I mean, in their defense, they usually do pour smaller ones because they are usually stronger, Often right? they do, yeah. Yeah. But so I would say as uh, another easy to find option, this one would be fruited, but it's Sierra Nevada's. I think it's called Wild Little Thing. Okay. It's got like guava and some strawberry and stuff. And it's, they even, they market it as being slightly tart. Can I think we- there, there are a lot of sours you can look out for, um, who makes, I think it's Lagunitas, makes like a little something, something. A little something, something, yeah. I feel like they have one that's sort of a play on that, that that also is like a lightly tart. But most of them that that aren't, because so many sours are like really aggressively acidic, um, a lot of the ones that aren't will blatantly advertise it on the bottle so you know what you're getting. Okay. Because some people love that mouth puckering thing. Oh, no. no so they don't want people to go in disappointed. But yeah, I would say anything like that that advertises itself as being lightly tart, super refreshing. A lot of them have some really nice fruit flavor added in, but my personal favorite, Bam Beer, doesn't have any of that and I don't think it needs it. Okay. Well, right. I mean, let's, let's, let's take a pause here. Let's hear some words. Um... From our sponsors. From our sponsors. Well, <laughs> our, our fellow podcasters uh, with 6.5 Media. Um, if you haven't heard, there's a lot of new ones coming out. Um, I was hearing about a bunch of them. Uh, turn by Turn is a great one that just started. I actually, ju- I've listened to a couple of their episodes. Yeah, they, they, I, like I figured show. you would actually yeah. like a lot of their stuff because uh, yes. I knew they do Fire Emblem and a couple of the games that you like as well. So, um, But yeah, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll finish up this uh, top 10 list. And so far, no no common beers. Like We got close a couple times, but no common beers. So I have a feeling one's coming. I'm, I know, I know <laughs> one's coming. So with that said, let's go to a quick break and we'll be right back. One heist, six plots for betrayal. When Raya Cotella cons five other thieves into helping her steal a magical artifact from the most powerful man in the world, she knows she's playing with fire. What she doesn't know is that the rest of her crew is just as underhanded as she is and they all have plans of their own. MJ Kuhn's Among Thieves, a fantasy heist novel full of twists, turns, and betrayal, available beginning September 7th wherever books are sold. Visit mjkuhn.com for more details. Welcome to our new podcast. Welcome to our new podcast. This isn't working. Agreed. I think we're going to have to do it turn by turn. Well, now that you mention it, we are a brand new RPG video game podcast. Our very existence hinges on turn-based gaming. So join us on the Turn by Turn podcast, where we'll be talking about Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Golden Sun, Shining Force, Mother, and so many more. It's your turn to come and join us. All right, and we are back. Um, so let's continue down the list. I'm going to go next. Um, my next one is actually going to be a very simple type of beer, and it's this uh, an American lager. So we have oh. simple ones like, obviously, Bud Light, Miller Lite, um, and stuff like that. The one I actually brought with us this year, which is very different, is 
uh, Stroh's, which is a very old school Detroit beer. It's hard to find, Detroit? honestly. Detroit? Yeah, yeah, we are definitely as white as white can be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a very good, this one's a little, Stroh's is a little heavier, but like I, if I had to do an actual choice, I'd probably say uh, Paps Blue Ribbon is my cheap beer of choice, American so, yeah. Lager. It's so, what like, I usually do. Classic lawnmower beer. Classic lawnmower beer, and that's pretty much what I go with with this type of beer. Yeah. That's funny. You know, it really, like, yeah, like the obvious kind of uh, grazing beer is an American Light Lager. You know, your favorite Bud Light Miller Light Coors Light. Well, it's, so, it's light in color, light in taste, I, and I, light in ABV. I so. don't think any of us ever actually normally bring them up here <laughs> because I, I think i usually bring a pbr or something do like you? Yeah. okay yeah i i haven't noticed but like for a while like you know just some background we've been we've been coming up to this same cottage for ryan and i've been coming up together for well almost Nine, a decade years, now yeah. yeah um with uh our, our wife's family um and we have kind of a tradition you know they they have they have this wooden furniture downstairs and we keep all the bottle caps yep. and then we you know, nail the bottle caps into the wooden furniture. And we've like made, you know, some, some neat different things. Um, we made a dragon out of a piece of driftwood, Yep. made like a little, a little table. Um, so uh, for a while, I think part of the reason that I don't end up bringing like real basic beer like that is that there was sort of a, an arms race for interesting bottle caps. But it was for, always like, the one that we brought five or six years. Bud heavy was always the one that we brought. Because you obviously easy to find in bottles, same with Bud Light or something like that. But yeah. like, I will, I will agree with you. Like, I was very happy to find Stroh's in a in a bottle, and it's a, I think that's be a nice bottle cap to put on there. Um, I have found Paps Blue Ribbon in a bottle before, and I felt like it was just a waste of a bottle because it's just Paps Blue Ribbon. But that, no, I agree with you. Like that is usually the downsides to what we usually do bring it because the bottle caps. Yeah, um, you know, during the break, I discovered a couple of things that I meant to mention and kind of forgot about. Okay. This is a good opportunity to throw in one because it's sort of tangential to American Light Lager. Okay. Um, and that is Kolsch, which yes. I was going to mention when I mentioned like the other kind of like light Mexican lagers. But uh, particularly, man, I, I brought up the I, I brought up a, like a an imported, you know, like out of Germany Kolsch with me. It's the, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it, but it's like the Fru. F-R-U-H with the umlaut, but um, yeah, fru. and um, man, it's a phenomenal beach beer. Kolsch is excellent and it's sort of, it's, it's, it's adjacent to a light lager, to yeah. a light lager, you know, again, like low ABV, golden, crisp, really, really drinkable, mm -hmm. but it, it just has a beautiful character. And then another one, while we were talking about um, Modelo Negra, I neglected to mention Anchor Steam, which is How? one of my favorites. How did you I know. forget to mention I know. Anchor yeah. Steam? I, I should be getting uh, advertising credits at this point, but <laughs> I, I, I I think that that um, Sam Adams Boston Lager for me too, which I know is a beer you don't love. But yeah, I'm sorry. That, that sort of, uh, again, just both kind of within that wheelhouse of like malty, but still really refreshing. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes it is nice to have something that, um, that has a little bit more malt character to it. I, I, I like that. I, I sometimes find this just what I'm in the mood for. I, yeah. I don't like having all golden beers. Um, and, and I neglected to mention both of those and they're both favorites of mine. So I've now remedied that. Well, now with that said, we'll go right back to you. Um, now you're, I'm going to say yet second, another style of golden beer. <laughs> I was about to say, you're on your second, this is your second to last one, This correct? is one, yes. And okay. I'm, I'm lucky enough that I will be getting to try a kind of homebrewed spin of this style later that Ryan has brought with him, but uh, <laughs> coffee blonde. Mm. So um, not, not like a coffee stout, obviously nothing, nothing heavy like that. But um, we have in Michigan, um, odd side ales has a, uh, a beer called bean flicker. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there, there's also another one here from out of Ann Arbor. Uh, Wolverine brewing does one. Uh, it's, it's actually, I believe, a it's like a coffee lager, like a cold brew oh, lager. Okay. And then um, Griffin Claw, which is really close to where I work, does a um, they have one called Coffee Kolsch Beer, which I just tried at their okay. brewery, and I almost stopped there and got some because <laughs> like Coffee Blonde plus Kolsch, like oh I man, I mean that's a, what else do you need? It's perfect, but. So yeah, for, you get for a little me, bit of caffeine kicking it too. Yeah. So particularly, you know, if you're, if we're going to be grazing kind of all day, starting in the late morning, 
uh, like after breakfast. <laughs> um, it's it just works so well in the morning, and no. and it's just the 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 kind of you know another thing that I love to do in the summer or in the sun is have iced coffee. You know mm-hmm. if I'm not drinking alcohol. Yeah, and it's just it brings the the best of the two worlds together. Yeah. Well, I, I, I will play out that a little bit. Um, this was not on my list. And I with you bringing that up, I made me think about it because I had one this morning and I have one for each morning here. Um, a hard cold brew. Um, the ones I brought were from Paps Blue Ribbon, who I feel like should advertise me at this point. Um, <laughs> is, is, is there another, um, are there other brands you're aware of that make it? Guinness does it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah we try one of Guinness those Guinness does do it as well. They're, yeah. they're bigger cans and honestly, a little pricier for a four pack. Compared to the four pack of a PBR, so Import I'm like, price. Eh, I'm gonna go with the cheaper one. Well, but the Guinness ones are 16 ounces too, though, right? They are, yeah, full 16 ounces. So, but the, the small ones are nice, though. I like that. It was a nice little thing before we really got into the Bloody Mary yeah. bar, so which <laughs> is another thing we do. Just, it really is an all day affair. <laughs> it really is an all day affair. Um, all right, so my next one, and I know it's it's going to be your number one, um, or it's going to be your next one, your final one, because you haven't mentioned it yet, um, is Oberon. And again, Oberon, uh, as we talked about, you can kind of find it everywhere. Uh, a little more, I thought, actually. It is a great, it is the summer beer. They it do the celebrations for it when it comes out. Yeah. They say that summer or, summer or has officially party. started. Yeah. yeah. Unleashed parties. They do you little know, mini like kegs. It, it comes out in like early spring, but it's like it's like the harbinger of like good weather in Michigan. Well, it's like people. When, it's just been like cold and miserable for a while. Out. Pumpkin spice coming out in July. That's like the harbinger like, of cold right, weather. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's great. It's a light beer. Um, it's you. Well, a lot of places put orange in it, but you don't really need it. Um, I don't want it. And personally. if you're looking for something similar, I know you're gonna you're gonna scoff at me. Like literally, will scoff. Um, Blue Moon is a close cousin to it no no i i, I agree yeah I, I i know you don't like it, blue moon as much no, no i, I like blue oh, you moon do? Okay. fine I don't, I don't like it as much as oberon okay because i love oberon but like yeah i i like blue moon okay um and i think blue moons of or, or like just generally like whip beers are phenomenal summery yeah. beach beers yeah they're they're mm-hmm. great um so I'll let, you, I'll let you continue on well, I, I was gonna say you 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 did you stole my thunder you <laughs> You rat bastard. Um, but uh, Language. Okay. You just named two of your beers in a row, and they both had swear words in them, so I don't want to hear it. All okay? right, all right. But, um, but, yeah, so I'll just I'll expand on it a little bit then, because I, I do think, yeah, Oberon's just a great, nice weather beer. You know, they, they nail it when they say it. It's like has the scent and flavor of a, a sunny afternoon. Um or of a, a summer afternoon, or they say it's something like that, but in any event. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think wheat beers, generally speaking, work really well. So whip beers are great. Um, I think Hefeweizen is really nice too. Hefeweizen are good, um, yeah. If, if you are into that kind of banana clove yeast character, like they're, they're highly carbonated, light, super refreshing, um, and that like kind of fruity banana quality to me is really nice. Um, but I would also say that more generally, other than Oberon, like Oberon is a pretty singular beer in mm-hmm. nothing qu- quite tastes like it in yeah. my book. But there are a lot of other great American wheat beers. Um, if you have three Floyds near you, Gumball Head is phenomenal. It has the ye- yep. not uh, so most of Oberon's fruit flavor come from comes from their yeast choice. Oh, really? It's their. Yeah, it's like the, the Bell's House yeast at higher temperatures has okay. a a. Um, kind of a that fruity orangey character because they don't use any fruit in it okay. and most of their hop choices i believe are all kind of noble hops so they don't really, oh, really? Okay. you don't get a lot of fruit from the noble hops it's all from yeast esters but um I mean, gum, that, that gu- makes sense because i know what the the nipas that's where a lot of the yeah, fruity flavor comes from we actually ryan you'll be trying this later but we we Gosh, harvested yeast from oberon bottles and Haley and i made a a dark wheat beer using Oberon yeast and we fermented it at high temperatures and I at least definitely can taste the similar fruity kind of flavors. Yeah. And that's again the only we used all noble hops so it's not coming from anywhere else. Nice. I can't wait um, to try that. But yeah, so I I'm I'm a firm believer that it's from, you know, it's a really special yeast and it makes that beer pretty singular. Mhm. Bells really should be. We should be getting a lot of money I'm coming. I'm about to say Bells, <laughs> Bells. Come on. Come on. Yeah. We'll, 
We'll um, let you. We'll, we'll let you know what our tab is. <laughs> but um, yeah, at least just free beer. Yeah, free but, beer. Um, I mean, send me a send us so something. So to, to return to Three Floyd's Gumball had a lot of really good American wheats, and this is a nice example. Well, sort of bit just balanced some fruity hop notes. So theirs in particular has this like really nice lemon kind of character to it from okay. the hops that they use. Um, I think Goose Island three one two. Uh, three one two wheat is another great option. That was easy to find, at least I will say. It, they, they just got picked up by yeah. Anheuser Busch or something like that. Three Three Floyds is kind of hard three to find, hard but to getting find. easier. I, I think that the the fresh time on my way home from work is gonna carry it. Oh, soon. they're in Michigan. Good, dude. Yeah, I know it's zombie dust. Yeah, We're gonna be able to get some, but, oh, um, but yeah. So they're expanding, but three one two is definitely very yeah. easy to find. That's again another Midwest. Probably our 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 localization in in Michigan is fairly obvious, obvious in the beers that we talk about because <laughs> it's just so much easier to find beers yeah. that are that are near you yeah do, do are are there any other kind of wheat styles that i or wheat beers that i missed that you would like to mention besides blue moon um which we already mentioned um i don't really think so i think i mean wheat beer is, is a pretty common one that i feel like a lot of uh, micro brews or like a, a kind of a more macro like kind of like a goose island uh, not Goose Island. Yeah, Goose Island. That's a brewery. Uh, Goose Island does is does as well. So, um, does I, Sam Adams do a wheat beer? I think actually, their summer shandy is technically a wheat beer. Oh, is it? Yeah, they're uh, well, what's, what's they, it called well, Porch Rocker. No, Port. No, sorry, Porch Rocker is a shandy, but they do a summer ale, which is a wheat beer, which that, they put um, something grains of paradise in it or something like that. It has a big ingredient that they put into it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do I, like that beer. I like Sam that Adams. beer. Yeah. Yeah. I generally am am a fan of most of Sam Adams beers, um, but I am, honestly, I'm too. Except just except Boston, Boston Lager. Lager. You it's only one. Give me all of your Boston. There Lager. you go. That's Every fine. time I get a party pack, I'm just gonna give yeah. you the Boston Lagers. Yeah, that that that's become for me like a, a go to at my parents' house because my dad always has their sampler pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, since I took your thunder, do you have an honorable mention you might want to throw in there? You know, actually, uh, we we I think because I mentioned the Kolsch earlier. Um, we kind of covered most of them. I, I, I think that Kolsch probably would have been my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. My other one would have been Session IPA, which I think you covered yep. quite well. Um, well, I, I do have I, one more. So. I, I, I would say maybe um, I think lighter Belgian styles for the same reason as like mm. Oberon and Hefeweizen's. Like if you like expressive yeast, um, some like kind of uh, Belgian blonde, or uh, if you make it yourself or find it at a microbrewery, a Belgian single, yeah, kind of lower ABV Belgian styles work really well too. Because again, those yeast flavors are just really fruity and nice, and they're usually highly carbonated, mm-hmm. so they end up just being really like poppy and refreshing. I really like those. All right, so I have one more. Okay, is and this your honorable mention? This is not my. This is my. Oh, number you, one. you have a number I one. I have one more. So, and you're gonna give me a scoff, but I don't care. It's not beer, but it's a malt beverage, and it is twisted tea. And when I, I was when I was making this list, I was talking to my wife about it. She's like, "Twisted tea isn't a beer." I'm like, "It's a malted beverage. It's close enough." It is not a beer. <laughs> We're gonna have to make sure this episode is titled "Live from the Beach" yes. or something, and not "Top Ten Beach Beers" because that would be a lie. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a lie anyway because we've talked about like twelve of them now. I know, <laughs> not right? Ten, but. So for those who don't know, Twisted Tea, you can find everywhere. Uh, it's it's put out everywhere. It who is, makes it? I honestly don't know. I think they're like, just kind of their own company for the most part. I'm going to take a quick glance at this. And it says, um, actually, I think it says Boston Beer Company. So I think it's actually part of um, uh, Sam, Sam Adams. Adams. But, interesting. Um, I would yeah, have bet money it was Michael. either Anheuser-Busch oh, yeah. or uh, the other... Um, the other, what's so the other what's big your, one? Uh, Miller Inbev. Miller, yeah. Uh, so what this is, it's not even carbonated. It's a, a flat malted beverage. It's this hard really, do, iced tea. Can I have a little sip before I'll you? I'll let you have a little sip, yeah. So what it is, it's this hard iced tea, or hard sweet tea, or not this sweet, a hard iced tea. I've had a few beers. Um, and it has just like a hint of lemon in there and everything else. So it's that actually more really similar. really good. I know. It's <laughs> such a great really nice. summer beer. I, I could down it. It's 5%. So like you can get in trouble with it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so good. It's great to drink on the beach. That is super It's great refreshing. to drink when it's hot. I might steal one later. <laughs> we have, we, we bought, well, it technically is all mouths, but like I know she's not going to drink them all. So well, we, can, we I, can share. I'll, 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 I'll put one of my Kolsch's in your cooler and then steal one. It'll be a trade. All right. But yeah, that's that is this is my number one. I, I know it's kind of a cheat, but I don't care. 
deal with it. So um, now you said no particular order. Is, I, is this your true this number one? This is my one? true number one, yes. If, if you could only bring one drink down with you to the beach on one day, you would choose Twisted Tea over Twisted Tea else. every time, yeah. Interesting. For, okay. the, for, for a hot day on the beach, yes. I, I would It is not. a little cooler today, so I, it's a little different. But like, I, Well, yeah, t- today we may as well have brought like some stout with us or some something Guinness, to geez. stay warm, like a Russian <laughs> Imperial to sip on. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not, although it's getting better. I'm, I'm in the sun. It's, you're oh, you're in the shade. It. Honestly, it's not bad now. The I'm breeze getting, comes through every so often, but like, it's not too bad. Sunburned. I don't know if you guys can hear <laughs> the, the waves crashing and everything. Um, hopefully you guys can, cause it is, it is continuously. We, yeah. We're doing it up on top by the house instead of actually down on the beach because we thought it would be just too loud on the, on the beach with how they're crashing right now. Yeah. And they're actually, they, they have gotten better cause this morning it was, it was rough this morning. Yeah. They were going down. Yeah. Um, you brought up something during the break, and I want you to to, yeah, to, yeah. So to bring this to just to kind of up. bring this around, right? So we've I I think with beach beers, you know, like a lot of times when we do field research or top tens or whatever, we try and kind of bring it all together. I think with beach beers, we don't really need to discuss like what qualities make a good beach beer. It's it's crisp, it's refreshing, right? Yes. It's and the, oh, that's it right there. Crisp, refreshing, bright flavors mm-hmm. doesn't weigh you down and sessionable. Something yes. that you can graze Light. on for a long period of time without getting yourself in too much trouble. Um, So I want to talk about home brewing for a second. So um, you you had said that that, that you're going to be brewing a a session IPA soon. I I just want to hear kind of your general thoughts on if if you want to craft a beer that is sort of beach worthy, what do you think about? What's your approach? What sort of things do you do to try and make a beer that meets those qualifications? I mean, it's it's pretty much the two things you said. It's it's crispness and it's light. Uh, you want something. But what that, do you do to get that? So, you want uh, lighter hops because you don't want something that's like super super bitter, super super strong in that aspect because that can that can weigh you down yeah. after a while. Like we were saying with Too Hard or other IPAs. Though, though on the other hand, you also don't want something that's sickly sweet. So sure, true, yes. Well-balanced So you do want a, a lighter a lighter amount of malt and a lighter amount of hops to kind of balance each other out. Um, and the other thing is it's it's the flavor um, aspect of it too. So like we were talking about that session IPA that I make, I put tangerine peels in it because it brings out a little bit more freshness to it. Yeah. Um, you... You do, you do a beer called Grapefruit Diet, I believe. Did you bring you brought that up last year, or was that the no. that was the? I don't know that we have brought it up. Um, we we go through it pretty quick. Yes, you do because <laughs> and that's my point. Like it's super crushable, yeah, easy to drink. That's that, another that, that low nice ABV. Flavor, it's, yeah. it's a cream ale with a little with some grapefruit peel yeah. on the boil and a little bit of grapefruit juice. Nice crisp. It's kegging. good flavor. I think that's perfect. Yeah. One beer that I actually have here today that we will be probably trying tonight or later on today is we were talking about, you talked about a coffee ale, coffee blonde is the dude, which is my version of a coffee blonde, which has the toasted coconut yeah. and don't, white chocolate. Don't in talk it about well. it too much in case we, you know. Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna give anything away, but mm-hmm. I don't want to at least explain what it is, what's in it, but it's a super light beer. I think it's just over 4%. So it's super, super light. But the flavor complex is there. You get a lot. Of, you get a little bit of sweetness, and then that coffeeness comes in there and kind of bitters it this a little bit as well. So that, to me, we will have it probably later on today or tomorrow. But like, well, it's easy, easy, nice beach drinking beer. Yeah. And a lot of my beers, honestly, are easy drinking beers. I mean, you got that session. You yeah. got the Kolsch. I I don't really. Yeah, it's similarly. We we don't we don't brew a lot of big beers because generally, if I if I want to have you know, by the time we keg, we're probably kegging about four to four and a half gallons since yeah. we fermenting kegs. So say we get 40 beers out of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have 40 of something that like. Lasts forever. Well, yeah, ever, like I, because we want to brew a lot. Ever, so <laughs> like I, I don't want to have 40 of something that I can like only that I only want in certain scenarios and only want a little bit of and want to savor like. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll probably make big beers sometime, but we might just bottle them. See, I do. Because I, I, I would prefer if I'm going to have bottling. four to five gallons of something, I want it to be in the four to five, maybe up to 6% range and not much higher. With the exception of like one IPA every fall, we'll, we'll probably make one like more traditionally like 7% IPA. I think the only one I really make that's strong is probably my, the, the stout that I make. So, and I do that. That's, that's the last And you, you sort of need that for still, flavor balance because yeah. the, the, the alcohol kind of brings something to the, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's also the, the last beer, because I, I brew season, I brew through season, so I don't brew during yeah. actual 
uh, Christmas time and winter here because it just is a pain for me. Yeah. Um, so it's the last thing I brew before I, I lock everything up. I uh, winterize the hose so it doesn't freeze and do anything uh, and then don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. So it makes it easier for me in that aspect. But like that one and um, for those who listen to the Zelda episode, the Goron Spice Ale will be my two uh, winter beers. And they are pretty strong. They are about 6 percent, 7 percent. I mean, it's like mid that's yeah. a stout that's a stout flavor yeah. uh, profile right there that's that's not like uh russian imperial level strong, it's not but, that uh, it's not that what was that pumpkin 14 percent. no that was 16 percent. that was oh, aged the, in victory, the rumpkin yeah the rumpkin yeah, yes rumpkin, oh yeah. that destroyed us it was a big boy <laughs> yeah right. well what so, are you well i i was gonna say i i think we kind of ran the gamut just there of like a lot of the qualities you know how to you said basically like Good balance, not too sweet, but also not like aggressively hoppy and mm. bitter um, or, or just really like not a lot of like you don't want that blast of hop flavor that like sits in your mouth. Mm -hmm. The first time I had Bell's Hop Slam, I swear I could taste my first <laughs> sip for three minutes. And it's like it's an it's a wonderful beer. I like it, oh, yeah. but I wouldn't take it to the beach No, nah. because you you want something that hits you with flavor and then washes yes, off your palate. Exactly. Right? So. Um, we talked about that. We, you know, you talked about kind of adding some fruit or other bright flavors to mm. it, or just getting those flavors from hops or yeast. Um, keeping the ABV low, keeping it sessionable. So I would say there's kind of, if I were to beer and I or brew, and I might at some point, my kind of like ideal beach beer, it would probably be sort of a, a low ABV amber Mexican style lager. And so the, my Which approach, did, so. <laughs> my my approach would be. Just enough malt character for interest, mm -hmm. but dry it out with some either corn or sugar or some kind of adjunct yep. to give it a, a nice dry finish. Um, mm -hmm. Use like light noble hops, mm -hmm. but but good balance, you know, yep. kind of like uh, um, I, I would up the bitterness a little bit just to kind of give it a, a crisp, crisper finish. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, just, you know, I, I, I personally wouldn't add any fruit, but I might try and add a touch of fruit flavor maybe some lemon or lime for my hop choice okay um maybe on you know kind of layered on top of those are you, nobles. are you describing my clone of uh modelo negro right now i feel See, like you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was very good yeah um i i liked that but i i'm thinking the lighter side of amber okay you know i'm i like uh something something along the lines of more like uh like the color of a boston lager a dosa keys amber that that kind yeah. of if you're a brewer, like an SRM of eight or nine, mm -hmm. kind of like just ambery enough to be called amber, yeah. kind of Vienna lager color. Yeah, I think, I think that, that would be that would be my ideal. Well. And, you know, maybe aim for an ABV between four and a half and five. Mm -hmm. um, just enough, again, to like have the feeling of character, mm -hmm. but but light enough to be sessionable. That's that's what I'm thinking is my ideal beach beer. And I'd like to try and brew it someday. Yeah. Maybe next year. No, that's, that sounds great. Like I said, it's very similar because like with that um, clone that I did, it, it, it was, it was noble hops, but there wasn't another hop in there that had a limey flavor to it. So it gave me the flavor I wanted. Uh, Motueka. Um, it's one of the New Zealand yeah, ones. Yeah, right? it is a New Zealand. I forgot what it's called. It's, it's Lanaka, I know that Zaka, something like that. that yeah, Momotu Eka is like classic, uh, or, or it's like known for lime flavor. Well, there so was one I, I almost went with, but it had more of a mojito lime, and I didn't want a mojito lime. I just oh, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Lime, which is why I went with uh, Mazaka, Azaka, uh, something like that. I've I've considered, uh, um, oh, well, no, you you might have, did you use Azaka? That, that's yes. not a New Zealand one, but yeah. No, no, Azaka was a different one I did. Yeah, okay. but there was, it, it sounded similar to that 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 name. I can't remember off yeah. the top of my head. Um, but yeah, and then I've, like lighter. I've heard that like Pacific Jade from New Zealand as well gives kind of a that might be the mojito one you're talking about. But I've heard it kind of gives like a lime, but also like a black pepper. And yeah. I think that that sounds kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. I might actually use that. There you go. And uh, and mine. We'll see. But, but yeah, I think I, I think I we got think a good that list about here. Brings it home. Yeah, I think I'm ready to actually head down back down to the beach. I know our wives are down there with the pups. And I would like to go down there see how how mine is doing on his first day to the beach. So Aww. I know he he, he hates water. Up. Well, he he hates rain, but he's, like but he's actually went out into the lake. I was very surprised. Been around with Layla, yeah. yeah. So he's been having a good day. With that said, um, I think we this is a great intro. This is we, we hope you guys have enjoyed special. this little um, this little taste of Brothers in Law in between yeah. seasons one and two. We really wanted to do this one and get it out while we were at the beach and before 
season two starts in the fall because it wouldn't have been quite as topical. I mean, then. Yeah, you can't think about summer beers when so, yeah. summer just ended. You got to move on. But with that said, I think we should head out, take care of the dogs, and head um, to the beach ourselves. But with that said, cheers. Cheers. Until next time, my Until friend. Until next time. Thank you.